Welcome to Freedom Matters Today, equipping you to fight misinformation with the truth. This is week 9, part 6 of our series, Freedom from Fascism, a Christian response to mass formation psychosis. I am Michael J. Sutton. We seek to understand freedom from a Christian perspective. The theme for week 9 is Mass Formation Psychosis and Revenge. The title for today's podcast is a question. Why do Christian fascists have a problem with forgiveness? Christian fascists have a problem with forgiveness. The old fascists say, love, 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 get on the love train, while the new fascists say, God only forgives the morally upright. For all the criticisms against the Apostle Paul, he made sense in terms of what we might call modern counselling or psychology. Many of his reflections and recommendations in the Bible make good sense and were good advice. It's interesting that they were advice from 2,000 years ago. Take, for example, the limits Paul places on forgiveness. Many would agree with his thinking here. Forgiveness is one thing, but placing oneself in the same situation for further abuse is another thing entirely. Paul recounts an awful experience he had with a man by the name of Alexander, who was a coppersmith by trade or metal worker. Paul and his journeys encouraged people to turn to God in faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ instead of idols made by human hands. Many people relied upon the crafting of these idols such as Alexander. Not surprisingly, these men lost business because people turned to faith in God. Paul said in 2 Timothy 4.14, Alexander the metal worker did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. It's interesting that he doesn't seek revenge. He simply commits to God that God will take care of it. It's a common Christian response. Leave revenge to God. It's hard to do. We like to take responsibility, but it's a dangerous path to be on. It is better to leave it to God. But Paul goes further. He tells Timothy, the intended recipient of the letter, that you too should be on your guard against him because he strongly opposed our message. 2 Timothy 4.15 In other words, don't place yourself in a situation like I was. Avoid him. Have nothing to do with him. This is not what Christian fascists would say. They would say, forgive him, embrace Alexander, forgive him, love him. Paul didn't. Paul was a realist. Paul was not stupid. He found this Alexander to be trouble, and he warned Timothy about him. That is wisdom. Paul goes further. It was not only Alexander. I guess Paul had a list of people who tried to kill him, people who stoned him, literally, people who beat him, people who betrayed him. He makes a list of his experiences in the New Testament in a few places, such as 2 Corinthians 11.25. At some point, names didn't really matter. What mattered were principles people could apply in their own experiences. In 2 Timothy 3, 1-7, Paul said, But understand this. In the last days, terrible times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, without love of good, traitorous, reckless, conceited, 
lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. Turn away from such as these. Christian fascism opened the door to child sexual abuse. It is no surprise that the heyday of Christian fascism after the end of the Second World War was the time of the worst forms of child sexual abuse in the church. The theology of the time was love, 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 forgive, forgive, forgive. So they did, and generations of children were abused and continued to be abused, often by men who were known abusers. This history is now mostly in the open. This profligate apostasy from the truth, this blanket, unconditional forgiveness was forgiveness without question. Even today in these churches, all you hear is love, love, love. Get on the love train. This is where God smiles at you when you do what you want. He lets you abuse people all the time with no consequences. It's no wonder that many churches today are toxic factories of gossip, slander, bitterness and factions. Is it any wonder the state churches were crawling with more child molesters than cockroaches behind a takeaway? New Christian fascists have their morality crusades. The best image I can come up with is the witch trials of the Middle Ages when I think of the new Christian fascists. As we've discovered in previous episodes, these new Christian fascists have a focus on a public morality that must be obeyed. They are always telling people how to live, what to do and who's to blame for problems in society. As old Christian fascism is discredited, these new fascists are piggybacking whatever social values are being pushed by the ruling class. Christian fascists have a forgiveness problem because they are simply parroting the world. What are they saying? This new public morality is about integrity, good character, the traits of a good person, the identity of a good citizen, the importance of ethics and values. Christian fascism is a mirror of social values and beliefs. These social values are created by the ruling class for their own reasons, and the church is a mirror of that largely because of social overlap. But new Christian fascists are not making it easy for themselves. They believe they share with society certain values, but this is increasingly blurred. Christian fascists, the new ones, they have a problem with women. I know of many pastors and teachers who teach their women to submit all the time to every decision of their husband, even in the situation of abuse, domestic violence and suffering. I'm sorry, this is not Christianity. This is Christian fascism. If you are in an abusive relationship where your spouse is threatening you or your children, get out, flee, run away, whatever you need to do. If you go to a church and your priest or your pastor or your minister tells you, forgive, submit as a good wife, put up with the blows, the violence, the abuse and the threats, then leave that church immediately. That man or woman they are not Christian ministers. They are fake. And that church is not a safe place. Christian fascists have a forgiveness problem. These new Christian fascists are just another version of Billy Sunday. I bet you haven't heard of him. Billy Sunday was the former alcoholic who led a revival 
in America over a century ago. He helped promote the end of alcohol, and he said that all Christians needed to stop drinking. He was a Christian fascist, perhaps one of America's best. His disciples today say, say the same thing, except they have their own morals crusade. They don't want to hear about a transformed life, or faith in Christ, or the devil, or the necessity to turn to God in faith. They just want their ears tickled and they want their prejudices affirmed. They want to keep their churches closed to all the usual suspects. They will teach the law, they will teach morality, and an unforgiving God who never sent Jesus. If he did, then it doesn't mean you. But God doesn't have a problem with forgiveness, because that's why Jesus came. God came to forgive you, even if the church will not. In Christ, there is no condemnation, even though the church throws you out. In Jesus, we find peace with God, even though the church tells you that your guilt and your shame remain. It is for our forgiveness with God that Christ came, and he came for us. Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God.